Welcome to the Contagious Victories podcast. Each week, we talk inspiration, explore possibilities, and share insights from creative perspectives. I'm Tori Blackman, and I'm here to remind you that your purpose in life is to celebrate the victories, because victories are contagious. Embrace your opportunity to make a difference. Join the Contagious Victories community in our quest to inspire, empower, and uplift. Share this episode with a friend or family member, and let's make a difference starting today. Hi, everybody. Victoria B. Glass here, your host of the Contagious Victories podcast. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Our guest this week recently celebrated a pretty big milestone after pivoting her creative business. This week, we are talking to Morgan Jockham, who is a brand and graphic designer who has a passion for creative entrepreneurs and small businesses. I am so drawn to her and the brand and the business that she has created. This conversation is so hopeful and inspiring, and I know it's going to be useful to you because we all experience a pivot at some point, and when you're in the beginning or even the middle of it, it can be hard to stay motivated. But Morgan has pivoted gracefully. Her business is now on the other side of it, and I believe her story will encourage you to stay with it by remembering the reason you started. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation, so let's dive on in. to another episode of the Contagious Victories podcast. Thanks again for joining me, Morgan. I am so excited to have you as a guest on the show. Um, Guests, this is another friend that I met at a conference that I recently went to, and she's another business owner who actually impacted my life in a big way. We'll get into that in a little bit. So Morgan, you're a brand and graphic designer. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself as we welcome you on the show? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. My name is Morgan Jockham. I started Morgan Jockham Design um, just over a year ago, last January. Um, So recently celebrated that, but on a day-to-day basis, I love helping purposeful entrepreneurs and small business owners pursue their passion and providing them with the visual brand identities that they need to tell their unique stories and inspire their, their small business journey. Yes, and you have helped a creative entrepreneur that I know very personally, myself. (laughs) Um, So that is ultimately, uh, you know, why I wanted to bring you on here. But also, you just stand out in such a unique way because the energy that you bring is so bright and so welcoming. And I love that you are able to help other people like myself to Mm -hmm. share their business uh, through your design process and through your business. So Morgan, tell me how you got started with your business, Morgan Jockham Design. Yeah. So I um, have always been gravitated towards like the creative space um, and even just like long before um, I graduated college, I kind of knew um, design was a passion of mine. And I graduated college, started in a marketing role, and the projects that I loved working on were, were for design purposes. And at the time I was running a small business of my, a different small business of my own, and um, realized that as small business owners, we can't do it all. 
And I wanted to provide um, services to other small business owners that feel overwhelmed by the design process um, to like have the ability to outsource. Um, and I absolutely love to be able to um, use my skills and my talents to impact um, other small businesses. We do a really good job at that. And I know you said that you um, had another business before. How did that lead to what you're doing now? Like briefly tell me how you overcame some specific challenges to get to where you are now. Yeah. So my previous business was called Positively Stitched and I um, handmade, hand sewed everything that I sold, um, tote bags and cosmetic bags specifically. Um, and I was also working, that was a side hustle. I was working full time in a marketing position, as I mentioned a few seconds ago. But um, I really just like started thinking about what I wanted um, my life to look like. I knew that I wanted to be able to take my business full time. And I also knew that uh, it was not going to be with a product-based business, or at least not for me. Um, and so I decided to fully pivot. Um, that took a lot of courage, a lot of faith to take that leap. Um, but through a lot of conversations, a lot of reflecting and prayer, um, decided to that a year ago was the right time to make that jump. And... I have seen that a little bit uh, from when we first met, you were still in your previous business, Positively Stitched. Yes. And I've kind of watched that and you did it so gracefully. If you go back and talk to yourself two years ago and tell yourself that you would be in a completely new business, is there anything advice wise that you would say? Because it does look very different from when I first met you. Yes, it does. It definitely looks so completely different. Um Honestly, I would tell myself that it does not have to happen overnight. Um, a small business does not, it does not grow overnight. We know that. Um, I'm sure you can also relate to that. And um, I think sometimes taking things slowly and step by step is the best way to do it. Um, and I would just tell myself to give myself some grace and let myself just like not stress. It will all work out the way it's supposed to be in the end. I love that. That is good advice. Well, how do you handle the tough parts of running your own business? Because like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. So that, mm -hmm. what does your day-to-day -day look like? Yeah, I think that when I find myself in moments of overwhelm or confusion or anything like that, um, I really try to focus, like refocus myself on my why and like, why did I start this in the beginning? Um, and that really helps like ground myself in like those moments um, because it all started for a purpose. And remembering that and coming back to that is so helpful. Um, and then on a day-to-day -day, um, basis, um, taking time to journal and reflect um, is a huge part of my morning routine um, just because it centers myself um, for the day and really helps me um, go into the day with a positive, positive mindset, which I think is really, really important. Well, I love that you are a journaler because I am also a journaler. I know how important that is just to get, get your thoughts out, no matter if it's about business or if it's about personal life. 
um, good, bad, or ugly, you know, as I say, but um, you can just have that place to put your thoughts and then you can go back and organize them, which I'm sure you do, especially being in a design business, you're able to take that from paper and, and, and put it into action. So if you are listening right now and you are thinking about journaling, I know it's something that comes up a lot and Sometimes I'll go through seasons where I get away from it and I'm like, okay, this is your sign to get back in it. So this is your sign to to write down, you know, your thoughts about your future. If you're in a place where maybe you're thinking about pivoting and you don't know how to how to start it out, then whip out that journal and kind of imagine where you see yourself two years from now, like Morgan did. And yeah, good advice. Um, okay, so you journal. And um, so you have a pretty fun business. When I think about your brand and what you do for people, I think of just illuminating their path because you make things really clear for business owners. I've worked with you with my own business and um, and love what you do. I love following along as you help others. What is something that you've learned as a creative for helping other creative business owners? Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last probably six months, um, of just like creating space for, um, like fun in day to day. So like, even though I like have my routine, um, and like to have my schedule, one of the biggest things I want to create in my day to day, um, is making sure that I like get out for a walk or like do the things that center me. Because if I am not like the best version of myself, I can't show up for the best version, like for my clients. Um, And so that is like one of the things that I've been focusing on and working on. And honestly would give that advice to other small business owners, um, because I think it's can be overwhelming sometimes to um, be a small business owner and like have that never ending to do list. And sometimes we don't take that time to like step away from our businesses. Um, but I've learned that if you constantly are working, um, you're not going to be able to show up the best that you can be. So that's, that's probably one of my biggest pieces of advice. I hear that. I I needed to hear that today too. So I'm glad I heard it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I relate with that a lot as well. I know you said you go on walks and you journal and stuff. How do you find, I guess, the time to justify making that happen? Do you set a timer or do you put it on your calendar or is it kind of like you, you are able to use your intuition? You're like, okay, I need to get up and take a walk right now. How does that, can you elaborate a little bit more on what that looks like day to day? Um, yeah, honestly it changes, um, day to day. I would say that, um, creating boundaries for yourself and that can be hard. Um, I am no expert at that, but really like trying to stick to a routine and schedule um, and everything. Like as a small business owner, we can work any hours of the day, um, but I've learned that I work best when I have a set routine and like set schedule for myself. Um, And so, yeah, making sure like scheduling it um, is a good like kind of way to put it. Um, And then also just like kind of knowing your own cues of like, okay, like the sun is shining out my window. Um, I should take five minutes and walk down the street and (laughs) yeah, just like enjoy it. Um, So definitely still, still a learning curve, even for me, because some days I'm like, nope, I still got to like crank through the list. But um, 
yeah, just remembering that you'd feel like you feel better if you like take it five minutes even. Um, so, yeah. Well, I have a question that is going to be a little off of um, off the cuff. Mm hmm. You are someone who recently got an office outside of the house. So you're not a work from home entrepreneur. You actually have an office. Can yes. you tell me a little bit about that? Because I imagine having to go to an office is a little bit of a structure that you have to give yourself. Yes. Um, and no, you know, no one's waking you up like a, a boss, making sure you didn't get, you know, you're, where are you? Are you in the office or not? So how do you deal with that? And as someone who's looking maybe to grow in that way, can mm -hmm. you give maybe a little bit of advice for someone who uh, who possibly could see themselves working in an office space one day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So honestly, I think I got my office space about six months into my business and okay. it was probably wow. one of the best decisions I've made for my business um, just because it does give me that structure. Um, it gives me a purpose and a place to go every single day. And of course, I still love going to coffee shops to like mix up the scenery and stuff like that. But it's um, a very focused area. I found myself when I was at home, like trying to do life things and work things. And I just like needed that to create that boundary for myself. Um, and so, yeah, I love having the routine and the structure of like going, like coming here to my office and then um, just like knowing that this is a space to work in, um, has been super, super helpful, um, just in the focus aspect and everything like that. Hey, I'm going to interrupt this conversation really quick, just to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to the Contagious Victories podcast if you haven't already. That way, all of the episodes are right there in one place on your phone, ready for you to go back and listen to at your leisure. There are dozens of episodes available if you want to go back and listen to more. So just subscribe right now, and then that way you'll get notified about future episodes too. All right, back to the talk. I love your walks to the office and walks home when you mm -hmm. occasionally share the snow or the leaves. I, I really do enjoy seeing your walking into walking to work or going to work or, you know, that kind yeah. of post that you do. Um, so that's kind of another part of, of your brand that you share online. I'm, I'm a big believer in vision boards and mm -hmm. putting it out there and also, you know, knowing what you want and working towards that and then also feeling it before you have it. And sometimes maybe, you know, six, six months from now or a year from now, there is an office available and that space is waiting for you. But you kind of just have to get to that in time, in real time. So in the meantime, I thought of this idea, taking a walk around the block and imagining that you're going to the office. Even if you come right back to your house and you walk through the door and you go to your office space, sit at your computer like I do, like I am right now, then you can still go to the office and have that at a set time every single day, the way you would if you were clocking into work. So just a little thing that I'm going to do probably this next coming, what's today, Thursday. So I'm going to have to start it. Yeah. Start it next week and see if I can get in the habit of manifesting my walk to work the same way you do. So that's interesting. a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me share that with you. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'll post more too of those walks into work because you have someone who enjoys that on your end as well. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
can you elaborate a little bit on what you want your 2024 to look like for your business? Yeah, so definitely have been reflecting, especially um, right after my one year, just kind of reflecting on the past year and looking ahead to this next year. Um, uh, Definitely will be focusing um, more on brand design, Canva, and social media are like probably like the three main buckets. Um, I kind of like to call them that I will be focusing on in 2024. So obviously brand design, I have always focused on um, social media templates. I have always offered um, and then um, getting a little bit more into um, Canva and content related to that platform because I think it is a wonderful tool for small business owners. I know that is a controversial statement in the design world, but I am a firm believer that Canva is a is a really good tool for small business owners. It is. I love Canva. I've been mm-hmm. using it for probably a little over five years now. And I think I need to go check because they also celebrate your membership anniversary on Canva. So yeah. um, I'll see that every now and then. But I switched over from PicMonkey. I don't know if you're familiar with PicMonkey. But it was a, I think it still is a tool that um, you can make like graphics and stuff. But Canva has really evolved since Mm -hmm. I started using it and I love it. And I try to help my clients. I want them to get more into Canva because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of little things that I know that they could do. And one of the things that I appreciate that you do is you have recently launched some new resources. Uh, Tell us about those resources because one is very Canva specific. Yes. So, um, yeah, last week, just last a week ago today, actually, um, I launched three completely free resources on my website. So um, one is a free guide to creating content pillars. Um, So that breaks down um, the different types of content that you should be sharing for your brand. Um, So that is a um, one of the resources. Another one is um, a complete guide to Canva. So it's all the, it breaks down the do's and don'ts for small business owners. So um, the areas of things that you should start implementing when you are using Canva, as well as the things that you should, the habits maybe that you should stay away from. Um, yeah. And then the last one is um, about 30 plus um, free Instagram content ideas. So that kind of goes hand in hand with the content pillar um, resource. Um, So once you go through your content pillar resource, you can then look at those Instagram um, content ideas and kind of break those down um, and see what would best fit um, for your brand and what you would want to share on social media. Where can listeners go to find those resources? And then tell us also where they can find your other services and if they want to find out more about you, do you have a website? Like, give us all the details. All the details, yes, for sure. So, those free resources can be found on my website under um, the resource tab. Um, so that's mjockamdesign.com/resources, um, and then my full my website and all of my services. Um, will let you explore my portfolio and all of the services I offer and a little bit more about my story. Um, and then my Instagram is Morgan Jockham Design too, where you can kind of see the behind the scenes life of a small business owner. <laughs> yes. 
And I do want to bring it back and just say thanks because Morgan helped me completely revamp my blog, my website. You help um, with the colors and stuff. Uh, we started with Once Upon a Tory when I changed from Tory Blackman to Tory Glass. And you really helped me and were so flexible as I just dumped all my ideas <laughs> your way. And you helped me organize them and see kind of the theme that I, I was trying to communicate with my personal brand. And I really help, loved how you helped me simplify that. Was there any, I'm going to use me as an example, because like if someone wanted to work with you, how would they go about reaching out? Obviously, they'll go to your website and um, they can see your work and stuff. But what kind of is your, I guess, intake process for new clients? Or do you work with a lot of personal brands like myself? Or do you like, who is your ideal client base and how do they get started? Because I know they're probably listening right now. So how do they get started with working with you? And um, if they're starting from scratch and they don't have a personal brand like I did, where what would be the first steps? Yes, definitely. So first step is to um, fill out a discovery call form on my website so that you can find that in multiple different areas on my website. So that is first step. Um, but I have worked with personal brands to um, establish small businesses to nonprofits. So um, if you are looking for um, a design refresh or you are just starting out, I am more than happy to help bring your vision to life. So um, I, my like purpose and my why is to, to help those small business owners or purposeful entrepreneurs, as I call them, um, be able to bring their brand story to life. So if you are listening and you are thinking, um, that you're interested, um, definitely fill out a discovery call form. Cause I would love to hear more about your story and your business. Yes. And she provides a full breakdown of how to use your brand and design mm -hmm for whether it's a blog, for your, you know, business, if you have like a logo, how, like where to use certain logos and um, icons and things like that, which was really helpful. I, <laughs> I use mine and I reference it often and um, I keep it right within reach at my computer because sometimes I'll be on Canva and we'll need to know, hey, which, which font goes with this? And um, there's been a couple of times where I've caught, caught myself using some things together. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I have this guide that Morgan gave me. So she really does not just create it and then, you know, let, lets you use it. She t tells you exactly how to use each of the designs that she puts together, which I really appreciated with my blog and business. So you don't have to have it all figured out. She really does walk you through it and, uh, and also leaves you with something that you can use for all of your designs in the future. So um, thank you for that. And of course. Do you have anything that you want to leave our audience uh, with today that you um, that maybe you haven't had an opportunity to share on the call so far? Um, no, I feel like we've covered everything, but um, just kind of like a final word of encouragement to just continue on the journey that you're on, because um, I'm a firm believer that that dream is placed on your heart for a reason. So continue um, just pursuing that. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed talking to you today. And also that I constantly enjoy seeing your content and following along your journey because it is a shining light in my Instagram feed and you never, I feel like are, um, 
or someone who is complaining, you're always very happy to be where you are in that light shines through all of the online noise. So keep also showing up Morgan and helping everybody like myself and, uh, and just keep being you. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for all your help too. I do have one question that one more question before we go. And this one's kind of another off the cuff curveball. but while I have you here, I want to pick your brain. What books are you reading? I know you're another reader and I love to read also. So I'm always looking for new books and are you reading anything cool right now? What would you yes. recommend this year? I um, don't think I have it at my desk. I usually do. But I it's actually a book that I read last year and I'm currently rereading. It's called Obsessed um, by Emily Hayward. It is a branding book, but it is one of my number one recommendations for small business owners um, and about to, how to build a brand and how to build a brand that stands out. Um, so there is a lot of very cool um, examples from brands that we all know and love in the book. So it's like a fun read, but it's also um, like super, like you learn so much just like in a paragraph. I feel like I am always taking something away. Um, So that is um, one of my reads currently. Okay. You said Um, obsessed by what was the author's name again? Emily Hayward. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Look her up. Yeah. So that's probably my top recommendation right now. Awesome. Thank you. That was a good one. Um, I am going to add that to cart. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, cool. Thank you again, Morgan, for coming on. And we will put all of the links to the resources that she has on her website in the show notes so that you can check them out. And you can definitely go see all of her uh, work and just clients that she's worked with over on her Instagram and find out more about Morgan on her website. We'll link all of that below. Thank you again, Morgan, for joining me. And thank you so much for having me. Yes, we'll catch you next time. All right, you guys, I think Morgan is absolutely fantastic. She has so much amazing content for us, guys. So I really hope you go and follow her. Head over to her website and download the freebies that we talked about. I have rounded up all of the links in the show notes for you. So check them out either by scrolling down or heading to contagiousvictories.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us today. Thank you for reviewing the podcast and for sharing this with all of the friends and family that you know will get a lot from the episode. I am so thankful for this podcast community. Personally, it has been such a joy to serve you in this way. So, okay, friends, take care, and I will talk to you again very soon. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Contagious Victories podcast. If the show inspired you to share your own victory story, I'm here to tell you the world deserves to hear it. Submit it to me online at toriblackman.com. Review and subscribe if that feels right. Telling a friend about the show helps Contagious Victories to grow. Plus, we all appreciate a little sunshine. I'm Tori B. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon.